Hello, my name is Mark Kilmurray. I'm Artistic Director of the Ensemble Theatre and I'm here to talk about our 2020 season. We have a wonderful season for you next year and I have two people here with me, two wonderful actors who are also part of the season, Kate Raison and Jamie Oxenbold. Hello, Mark Kilmurray. Hello, Hello, Kate Raison. Hello. Hello to both of you. <laughs> and we're going to talk through very excited. the few plays that are coming up. So we have nine Australian writers, eight world premieres, seven new Australian works and five ensemble theatre commissions and one explosive season. Wow. So it's fantastic for us to be behind such a variety of new work coming up and that's the way that the ensemble's going. It's proving to be very successful. The Appleton Ladies Potato Race is one example of that mm. and we're very thrilled yes. to uh, continue that idea. But also a variety for us, variety for a season, we say is theatre for everyone and I think that's important too so that we uh, have something that everybody can appreciate. The first play is Black Cockatoo. It's written by Jeffrey Atherton and it's going to be directed by Wesley Enoch and it's our first time ever co-production with the Sydney Festival, which oh, we're fantastic. very thrilled about. It's really uh, exciting. It's a very yeah, exciting play. It's a beautiful piece. It's the story of Johnny Muller, who was part of Australia's first ever international sporting team. They went over to England 150 years ago and it was 13 Aboriginal men from Western Victoria picked up their cricket bats and challenged the English teams to cricket and they were absolutely brilliant apparently well being Wonderful. a cricket tragic Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. You but, might have more understanding. Well, it was this. the first time an international team from anywhere in the world had gone to England to play cricket. Yeah, that's right. Is that right? That's right. Mm. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's incredible. I know. I just went I just went down a bit of a rabbit hole of reading about this the mm. other day because I just had no idea of this story. Yeah, fantastic. And I think story. no one does. It's, I mean, a, it's, a, know, it's a completely it's a unknown story. part of Australian history. So the story goes from going into the past of the cricket team but also the present where the Wimmera Discovery Centre is broken into by the Aboriginal activists oh, because they okay. want the true right. story of Johnny Muller to be told. Oh. So we go from contemporary times to yeah. uh, the past and, and it's it's very funny. I've seen and read uh, yeah. many drafts and also about something really important. And it's a terrific piece. We're thrilled to have it. It's so part of our psyche, cricket. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a and huge sport. part of our history. 4th of January to the 8th of February, it's world premiere. Uh, Jeffrey Atherton is the writer with Wesley Enoch, who is directing, and it's a co-production with the Sydney Festival for the first time, and that will be here at the Ensemble Theatre, and we're absolutely thrilled and uh, excited, and a wonderful, wonderful cast. Come along and see that. The next one off the rank is Crunch Time, written by David Williamson. Do you know him? He's an up-and-coming writer. He's very he's, tall. He's, he's written some Have you plays. not seen him? He's written some plays. Hasn't he he's has. written a few. A few. This is his 50th year of playwriting. <gasps> Amazing. I know. Wow. It's his last play. But we're absolutely delighted that we're doing that last play. I'm directing it. And it very... Uh, I was going to say pure David Williamson. Although David does tackle lots of different subjects mm. but in the term of it being a social comedy it's pure David Williamson it's a wonderful play great relationships between the two sons and the father and the mother and the two sons wives so it's a very timely contemporary piece too and I'm really looking forward to directing it we have a great cast and it will be on 14th of February to the 9th of April and it's his last play
Well, that's pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah. So, I mean, uh, that's that's a reason to come alone. Yes. <laughs> well, you've both been in David Williamson plays over the years. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And he's had such a long association with the theatre. It's fantastic that he's obviously chosen to do his last piece here. Yes, is, it's uh, it is a it's an honour. I'm really looking forward to it. It's a, it's a thrill to do it. Mm. So again, 14th of February to 9th of April, and that's a world premiere. A broadcast coup. This is by Melanie Tate, directed by Priscilla Jackman, the wonderful team that brought you the Appleton Ladies Potato Race. Nice. And this is a hilarious new play. It's set in a radio studio. It's about a cutthroat journalist is out for her next sting, and she's got Michael King, the darling of public radio, in her sights. And so, you know, yes. and comedy ensues after that. I'm really looking forward to this. Uh, the Appleton Ladies Potato Race was Fabulous, and this is great to have the same team back as well. It's right material. It sounds like if she's taking down a big wig, you know, via the sort of Me Too moment, mm-hmm. and particularly with the idea of personalities that have this sort of built-in protection that they're they're above the law, as it were. That their uh, celebrity and ratings figures kind of keep them yeah. immune to all those sorts of things. Yeah, oh, God, there are so many great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there are so many great examples exactly. of that. And that is the seventeenth of April. April to the 23rd of May, a broadcast coup, Melanie Tate, directed by Priscilla Jackman. I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be thrilling. Mel was in the other day talking about the themes of the play and some of the ideas behind it, and it's already hilarious. And also, like the uh, potato race, it's about something. That's the best comedy, I think, that it's also about something that we care about. The comedy comes out of that situation. Yeah. Next off the rank is Kenny by the Jacobson Brothers. It's adapted for the stage by Steve Rogers and it's directed by me. Kenny, of course, is the classic Australian film and I watched it knowing we were going to do this and it's just beautiful. It's just a beautiful film. It's a beautiful character. Can I'm just ask... trying to remember the famous line. When he comes out of the actual tank. Oh, oh that yeah. smell's yeah. going to outlast yeah. religion. Yeah. <laughs> that smell's going to outlast religion. Mm. I, I can't believe really. we remember that. We're, we're quoting Kenny. <laughs> there you go. Can I? Uh, are we yeah. allowed to talk about how this came about? Well, I just had one of those two o'clock in the morning moments yeah. of something. I thought, Kenny, has Kenny been done as a stage play? Mm. And so I talked to the artistic producer, Claire Nesbitt-Hors, and we contacted Clayton and said, would this be a possibility? And he said, yes, great, great idea. <laughs> so we had to pass it by Shane, obviously, because they sort of created that character yeah. together. But then we had this hour-long conversation. He just wanted to know what we wanted to do with it and be true to the yeah. character. We talked and I obviously convinced him it was all good and then that Stevie Rogers would be a wonderful person to adapt it for the stage. Yeah. Oh. And so it was all go. And then we um, thought of Ben Wood, who was recently in David Williamson's A Big Time to play the role. And Ben laughed hilariously because he's always mistaken. I know, I know. I've been, oh, yeah, yeah. Really? People yeah. think he is him yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's kind so of hilarious. Because I thought it was perfect casting, but <laughs> yeah. I would never say that he... Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. So then it all came together really well. And the nice thing that Clayton said, and I like, he said that Kenny is a sort of riff on decency and that the film was at a time when the no worries was sort of going down the toilet and everyone was seeming a bit grumpy. and Yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that this riff on decency is somebody who is eternally optimistic about life and his job even mm. though his job is literally is. down the toilet. Yeah, yeah. And, but he would always see the best, and he's yeah. completely enamoured of what he does. He wants to do his best. He gets annoyed when he's treated badly, but he wants to do his best for the people he's working for and for his job and for mm. himself and for his family. When you watch that 
film and you read it again, you think, yeah. yes, he's always curious about other people. He's always asking yeah. questions. Yeah. And he's delighted by a new flushing handle on a toilet. Yeah. Like, he's really excited like a kid. Yeah, yeah. And that's infectious. When you've watched the film, you feel great. Mm. Yes. You just feel good about it. It is a feel-good yeah. film. And so this will be set as a sort of TED talk. So it's, it's Kenny talking to the audience about the latest toilets and then it will, will reveal his life. And so there'll be a sort of screen show behind. And, oh, okay. and sort of, Fantastic. And we're toying with the idea of it starting in the toilet downstairs in the <laughs> theatre. Um, but um, that may <laughs> with not With like happen. a camera on him. And then yeah, probably, that's right. Yeah, that's right, a camera. But I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be very, very funny, I think, and exciting. So that's yeah. Kenny. So Kenny by the Jacobson Brothers, adapted for the stage by Stevie Rogers, directed by Mark Kilmurray, and that's the 29th of May to the 4th of July. And that is uh, in Rep with Honour by Joanna Murray-Smith, and it's directed by Kate Champion. Honour is just a beautiful play. Mm. Uh, it's just gorgeous. Honour and George have been married. They're a married couple, 32 years. And then George meets a young student, Claudia and... Uh, obvious things happen and it's then the idea of of how they move on in their lives mm. after he's leaving his wife for a, a younger woman and it's joanna murray smith at her best and I adore you, her you you've done you did yeah we uh, did, i did 90, 90 here yeah and many years ago yeah it yeah it's beautiful and i read honor and it's a beautiful piece too it is yeah it's a gorgeous piece and yeah. it's uh it's heartbreaking. Very heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah, heartbreaking but heartfelt. Heart and still beautifully funny. And wonderfully is, laugh out loud funny. Yeah. The situations are amazing. She's very clever with that. Yeah, mm. and you just get sucked into that world and completely believe those people. Mm. There's no question that they're mm. real everyday people. And you wonder where it came from and, and you wonder who it's based on and where, you know, mm. all of those things. So and who's in piece. the cast, Mark? In the cast is Lucy Bell and Catherine Van Davis. Oh, beautiful. Uh, yeah, both gorgeous. Yeah, mm. I think um, it's. we'll come to Lucy Bell again in a little while because there's another link with another play later on. It's great to have those in it. And that, it is a cast of four, so it's not just two. So it's a beautiful piece. And that's on, again, uh, 9th of June to the 4th of July. And we're very excited about having that here. Upcoming is The Caretaker, one of my all-time favourite plays. Oh. I've, I've seen many versions of it. Uh, this is The Caretaker by Harold Pinter and directed by the wonderful Ian Sinclair. And Ian did Who's Very to Virginia Wool for us and this year A View from the Bridge. And uh, that combination of Ian and Pinter plus Darren Gilshannon as Davis, mm. uh, the main character, the, the tramp character as he's called uh, in the play, um, is a fantastic combination it's a about three men who are locked in a room and they're not quite sure why they're there which is a typical pinter davis has been hired as a caretaker but he doesn't know what a caretaker does so it's that sort of scenario uh, aston who invites him into the room's brother mick is not so uh, enamored of him being there and aston has some problems of his own so it's, mm. it's that classic <laughs> pinter setup and it's a beautiful piece mm. there's also a dripping water a, a famous <laughs> yes. dripping uh, leak and uh, the production I did many years ago, how to do that dripping leak was the subject of most of the, <laughs> of the rehearsal. But it's a, and they look at the leak yeah. and then they carry on talking. It's a beautiful play. I saw it many. I've seen it many times. It's always terrific. Many many famous actors. Yeah, have gone yeah. through this. That's right. But it's a terrific piece. It's, it, again, it's really funny. It's it's mm. dark humour, but absurd. it's laugh out loud. It's absurd. so beautiful. And, and beautiful. Classical and yeah. tragic. Yeah. And I still remember lines from it from when I did it 30 years ago. I still can, can quote it because in chunks. So yeah. I'm really looking forward to this. This is uh, 10th of July, 8th of August. Uh, the Caretaker by Harold Pinter, directed by Ian Sinclair. 
Well, hey, the woman in black. Hey, like, that sounds good. Oh, yeah. gee, that sounds really good. <laughs> it's by Susan Hill and Stephen Mellorat, uh, directed by Mark Kilmurray. That's right. Yeah. And with a great cast, mm. Garth Holcomb, and another uh, an upcoming young man. I, I know, think, I know. He's Jamie Oxenbold. Yeah, so it's, it's, you talk about it. You can talk well, about it. Well, it's a beautiful uh, two-hander. This is its thirtieth year. Yeah. Just it's a it's a ghost story. It's yeah. like t it's like telling stories. Brilliant. It's like a classic, sitting around in the dark telling yeah. a yeah. spooky story yeah. basically. And so I play someone who believes his family to be cursed and hires a young actor to tell the story of his curse to, in hope in the hope that it will exercise it from his mm. memory. And so I play a whole bunch of characters, and the actor who he hires plays um, plays. Me in yeah yeah which it's, it's <laughs> kind of a play within a play it's a bit yeah. hard to describe until you see it I think set in the Victorian theatre set mm. also set yeah it's set in a, so set in a, an old theatre and there's just there's lots of jump scares and spooks and sound effects and mm. it's a really simple ghost story yeah it's so, it's so hard to say anything without ruining the because you, you yeah. don't want to say and it creeps too much. up on you. But there's one moment in the theatre that I have never been as scared because you get scared yeah. at films and you can hide behind the. Is it one of those block your ears? No, 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 no. It's not block your ears. No. It's, it's hide your eyes. It's hide your eyes, frightening, of out of the dark. Right. Because things, you, something happens and creeping you go, up on you and you. Oh my god! And you jump. Yeah. Ah. And then, but it's beautifully done, beautifully played, and it's going to be great fun. Sound effects, yeah. all the stuff that the elements. It's a pure theatrical it's, experience. Yeah, it's it's theatre, like you create a box. Uh, the Pony trap, you know, out of a out of an old box and mm. things like that. So yeah. it's it's all in your imagination, like but the best ghost stories are. It's like sitting yeah, around a campfire, absolutely, absolutely. saying, "Remember that, you mm. know, you don't need any props, you don't need anything, you no. just need you need darkness, yeah, <laughs> yeah. and an empty stage, and, and an empty stage, yeah. and, and, some, and a couple of yes. actors. It's, it's, it's where lighting box. comes into its own. Really yeah, well. and That's, sound. Yes. yes, lighting and sound, fantastic. Uh, yes, no, I'm very excited about it. It's going to be great fun. So that's uh, the Woman in Black, directed by. Me, 14th of August to the 12th of September, uh, with Garth Holcomb and Jamie Oxenbold. Mm. <laughs> oh, Killing Katie, Confessions oh. of a Book Club. There's somebody in this, you may know. Mm. Minute. This is by Tracy Trinder. It's directed by uh, Frankie Savage, and it's the 18th of September to the 24th of October. Chantal Jameson and... Kate Raison. That would be me. Oh, yeah. that's you. Am I in this? You are. Are you just finding this out now? <laughs> Surprise. No, You can no. talk about it. So I suppose if you've ever been a member of a book club. <laughs> I have. And who have you? hasn't? Yes. Well, oh, you see, day. interestingly enough, I was a member of a book club right. once. And, and there were always, there's always rules. And there's yeah. always things that needed to be um, mm. set out. And it was one of the reasons why I always thought it was interesting that women really wanted to come together. And many book clubs are full of um, yeah. women. Yeah. It's their, it was their time out to go and, you know, spend some time away from the family or whatever. And do this. So and, get, this, and get drunk. Yeah. And get that's drunk. Right. That's right. That's what I was into. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs> no. So interestingly enough, this 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 if you've ever been a member of a book club, this this will speak to you. This play. Yeah. Um, there's there's quite a few um, interesting characters in there, and the the character that I play really would like to see the book club run in a certain way. Um, yes. And if it's not. She gets rather upset about oh, that. Ah, yes. that's Robin. So, the yes, dictatorial Robin, book club. Yes, yeah. yes, slightly. But what book club isn't no, in some true. way? I mean, yeah. that's yeah, it. Yeah, all. Yeah. So when people, well, what club isn't? What club isn't? Mm, full yes. Story. So, so when, so when a younger member joins there and 
and um, tries to change things up a little bit, it um, yeah it changes the balance somewhat. Right. And so we see what happens from there. The way these women communicate with each other, which is very, it's a, it's an interesting and different way of seeing the inside of something like that, mm. where people are talking about the <laughs> yes. same thing. The last thing we really need to know about is the book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's right. <laughs> it's, a, becomes, it's a kicking off point that's for right, a lot of other drama. That's right, it's a kicking off point for a whole lot of other Is things. it a comedy? It, it is. is. And Tracy Trinder is a very good comic writer she's a f- fabulous writer lots one of very line, hilarious like great lines. one-liners yeah great one and, and tracy of course has been in a book club but apparently no living no one living or intentional has ever been, ever been <laughs> right is, is written about in this play um but uh she's part of a book club and i think it's her experiences of just seeing how uh women operate within that world it is also about there's a lot of imagining things in it rather than yeah. than exactly looking at that and thinking this this would actually happen yeah oh, right, which right. is which is really Really, yeah. I think there's a fine line in the play. That's yeah. a fine balance. Yeah. And that's yeah. what, you know, obviously that's what we'll need to find yeah. to really make it work because her words are just yeah, gorgeous. Terrific. Yeah, they're and, fantastic. And what do you do when you're locked in a club with somebody like Katie who is um, outspoken, bordering on, irritating? And particularly from Robin's point of view. Yes. So it's, and we've all been stuck, maybe even when we've been in casts yeah. and you're with someone <laughs> that you have to put up with and you know yeah. it's only maybe five In weeks. this very room. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> in, the three of us. Um, <laughs> but but um, in a book club, it feels like you're locked in That's right. for good. And there's that yeah, someone yeah. you're going to have to face. But it's a group of mature women who mm. really need to uh, right. work that out. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. and that doesn't quite <laughs> no. happen. Right. It's Great. very funny. It's yeah, a it's fantastic. Yeah. And we had a reading here of Because the you're club. only human. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Kidding Katie was read uh, a year or so ago because we knew we wanted to go further with the draft into uh, production. And it was the biggest selling play read we've ever had. Uh, so we usually it have, say, yeah. 40 or so, which is healthy and brilliant. And it was about 180 people came to see the book club and full of book clubs. Yeah. So, um, and the uh, audience response was fantastic. Yeah, it was great. I did right. the reading and it, yeah, was just, it, was it was great. It was really brilliant. So that's uh, Kid and Katie. Oh, that sounds great. Mm. Confessions of a Book Club by Tracy Trinder, directed by uh, Frankie Savage. And that's the 18th of September, 24th of October. Another and here's one. another <laughs> world premiere. This is... <sighs> Unqualified too, still unqualified, <laughs> but Genevieve Hegney and Catherine Moore, directed Let's hope by they Janine stay Watson. Stay unqualified. Twenty ninth of September, twenty fourth October, a world premiere. Anybody who saw the last play with Joanne and Felicity, they're back. They're going for more high powered jobs, and they're even more unqualified for those jobs. Brilliant. And it was a hit in twenty eighteen, and it's an all female cast as again, and wonderfully directed by Janine Watson. Again, they're going to be doing. TED Talks and truck driving and <laughs> all sorts of things that might stretch their relationship beyond repair, but probably won't. And it's a great piece. They're beautiful together. So, God, I, I had such a fantastic night in the theatre watching them the, the first, first time, time round. Unqualified, yeah. It was, I mean, apart from loving those two girls yeah. with a passion, they're just so fantastic together and they yeah. just did such a good job. Yeah. If it you want hilarious. to put a smile on your face from where to go, come to this show because yeah, I it guarantee is, it you. It is one of those plays where you have to push your face back. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> it gets sore. It does. They're just a joy yeah. to watch those girls. And that quality of slightly, it feels slightly improvised, but you know every moment's scripted. Yeah. Mm. But they got, they've got that lovely impulse that just comes off the page and yeah. makes you think that they're creating it in front of your eyes, which is all best yeah. comedy. And the comedy stroke 
theatre is about something. It's there's loneliness in there, mm. there's isolation, yeah. there's divorce, and yet it's hilariously fun. Yeah, and friendship. I mean, for me, the whole yeah. thing is, and yeah, which absolutely. comes from those women having such a fantastic bond, friendship in real life. You know, they're yeah. two best yeah. friends who mm. write together, yeah. And, yeah. and seeing that on stage, just yeah. you know, comes across so much, and is such a they joy to off watch. Each other. Yeah. Mm. They work mm. just so well together. Mm. And yeah. seeing that is, you know, that's not always the case on stage, is no, it? No. Is that you know things don't spark? No. Yeah. And well, seeing, to, seeing two people who are you know who are just so in sync and yeah, yeah, it's a joy. Is, su- yeah. is such a is such a treat. Yeah, yeah. 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 And Janine uh, did a great job directing and 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 keeping that reined in too. Yeah. And, and the focus was <laughs> uh, was wonderful, and yeah. uh, it's a great great night. So so we're really looking forward to the sequel. That's unqualified two, still unqualified, uh, and that will be on the 29th of September and 24th of October, and it's a world premiere. Outdated is the 30th of October, the 21st of November. We're almost at the end of the year. Look at that. Written and directed by Mark Kilmurray. Oh, I know him. Guy. Oh. I know. Yeah, that's a surprise. <laughs> Hold on a minute. <laughs> Did anyone tell you? Yeah, oh, my. <laughs> I better start writing. <laughs> Uh, it's a it's a two hander about um, if you have been married for ten, fifteen, twenty years, and then suddenly you're split up with with your husband partner. What happens then? And when you want to continue having a love life, how do you go about it? And the idea that starting again for me would be horrific because <laughs> now somebody knows my wife Jackie knows all my faults and not that I have any and all my strengths and you don't hide them. You're just you. And, you yeah. know, you're bickering the car about which way you're supposed to be going and the Google Maps wrong, but you still have that basis of, of love and you know it's this relationship that you, you've invested in and you've compromised to be where yeah. you are as a couple. But then when you have to go back mm. to the dating scene, which many people do, and you're then trying to show your best qualities, <laughs> how awful that would be because I would fail. And I you've, mean, for, you've forgotten what they were. Probably. Well, that exactly. You've forgotten what, what, what they are. Who was I back then? Who yes. am I? And the idea behind this is that we take uh, three dates of a of a couple, um, but we hear their innermost thoughts. So oh, we right. hear everything that they're thinking at the same time. So they might say, "Oh, that's a nice drink," and then turn to the audience and go, "Why on earth did he choose that? That is the most ridiculous thing with a number." And so then we see exactly what they're thinking and what they're doing. Yeah, in as opposites. Sounds fantastic, it's and two wonderful actors. Yes, Rachel Gordon and Yarlan Ozuchelik. Very um, well done. And he's uh, one, and both of them were wonderful together in uh, the Norman Conquests yeah. recently. Uh, Yarlan was Norman, and Rachel was his poor, downtrodden wife who tried to rein him in. And uh, so together, they're wonderful. They work wonderfully. So I'm really looking forward to them being part of this. And. Um, they said yes. They came on board, and I've only I've only written a scene, so um, so it was an amazing amount of trust for both of them yeah. to say yes. I will do this. It must have been a really good scene. You're going to workshop downhill. You're going to yes. Do it's fascinating too because nowadays the whole idea of if you were. If you were out there again, in that, uh, I think there's a scene when Harry met Sally where she says, "Tell me, tell me, I'll never be out there again." Yeah. <laughs> you know, on the on, uh, trying to do the dating thing. Yeah. And it's it's even harder now with yeah, the whole must be. with the whole with dating social thing. media. The social media. Yeah. They're having to go on a swipe right and left. That's right. The websites, <laughs> all the things, which might make it easier to meet people. And I've heard that huge success stories come out of yes, people meeting absolutely. online, and that's fantastic. But 
um, again, yeah. that would be... Well, your profile's up there. It'd be hor it? it would be horrifying. Well, the fact mm. that someone can judge who you been are. Been in this relationship for X yeah. amount of years and then back out. Yeah. yeah. And, they and can people judge, do it. Judge just by your photograph and they swipe yeah. left to right. I find that so. It's like gladiators, isn't it? Yeah. Thumbs down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. No. Live, think, live or die. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's swipe right yeah. good and swipe the yeah, end. I can't, swipe right. can't remember. So the research is going to be great fun. Yeah. yeah <laughs> absolutely. I'll probably on a few dates. Yeah. Jackie, <laughs> say, who's this person? You've got to try, yeah. got to try yeah. the speed dating thing. Yeah, speed dating. You've got to put the speed dating well, in there. Well, you sit oh, down and do the five, set, you know, the five yeah. minutes at a table and then you get up and. Move. This age is fascinating to me because it's more difficult. Yeah. Or, or everything's yeah. harder, I think. Yeah. Um, particularly then you, the intimacy, that's harder. When do you first kiss? What mm. do you talk about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also you're coming to, into a relationship. Not that we didn't ever come into relationships with baggage. Uh, no, most people did, but you're coming but, yeah. in. You yeah, didn't, no. of course not. But um, yeah. <laughs> being perfect is Jackie oh, would just well, Of course. <laughs> but if she were I here think now. most people at, you know, yeah. at this age would be coming into so much yeah. so much and it depends on how that relationship ended as mm. well uh, which i find is a fascinating mm. uh, uh, place to go so i'm really looking forward to creating it and mm. working with yalan and rachel so the, think, they play the same couple or three different no same couple on oh, three right. dates oh great so where, and it's whether the last date is successful or great not. great depends on the audience I so think. there's the angst of the first one, the yeah, problems it, of the second yeah, one, and yeah. how quickly do we move and to all that the third, stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And in between, we, and as, as I say, we hear their thoughts as well. Yeah. And so at the first um, meeting, we'll see it from his point of view, and then we also then see it from her point of view, but it's right. the same dialogue. Yeah. So they yeah. just do it twice. Uh, okay. but, and then the play will change direction. I presume. You think? <laughs> um, so that's called Outdated, 30th of October, 21st of November, uh, written and directed by me, and that's a world, world premiere. premiere. One of my favourite things to do at Christmas is read A Christmas yeah. Carol. I read it every year. Mm. I don't read the whole thing last year I read yeah. it to my son, Oscar, and he, he drifted in and out, but he was really pretty good. <laughs> did you do all the voices? Yeah, I did all the voices. <laughs> I, I, it's, one, it's my favourite Christmas, it's one of my, yeah. my favourite uh, Dickens, I think, after, mm. and, that, and Great Expectations. And A Christmas Carol's always up there. And this is uh, obviously by Charles Dickens, but it's adapted for the stage, and this is a link back to Lucy, by Hilary Bell, and it's directed by John Bell, and John Bell will also be playing Ebenezer Scrooge. Yes. <laughs> That's um, amazing. What a great coup. John, yes, John yeah. brought the project to us and we jumped in yes. the air in a <laughs> shouting hooray. It's the Crummels family at their home. Uh, there's a family that will invite the audience into their home, as it were, and they will then start to read and do a rendition of A Christmas Carol, and then they'll become the characters and we'll right. go into uh, Scrooge Land, oh. as yeah. it were. So, so they, will, they will become those. And there's lots of singing and joyous moments and three ghosts that visit and all the... And Hilary Bell is adapting that. Will um, there be snow? Uh, hopefully, there'll be snow. <laughs> and there'll be bells, there'll be choir. There'll be lots so of, it conjures, lots of bells. Up, it conjures <laughs> up the other side of the world Christmas for me. Yeah. Not, you know, yes. absolutely. No. It's just yeah, that that's beautiful. Right. Yes, and it's going into... Yes, of course, and then we'll be boiling hot when we go outside. But when we that's go into right. the theatre... <laughs> cool the theatre down. Yeah, yeah, turn the air conditioning yeah. down. Like one of those baubles that you shake. Oh, yeah. Um, and John as Scrooge is 
Perfect. Perfect. Mm. It's just brilliant. Made made for him. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. Uh, and it's um and it's again a ghost story. It's a Victorian ghost story. We've got a bit of a Victorian yeah. ghost story theme going, yeah. mm-hmm. and it, it's great fun. And the thing about Christmas Carol, it's about the treatment of the poor. And Dickens was a a, a massive spokesperson spokesperson mm. for that, and for the closing of um, workhouses and for so so that element is there again. It's a play and a fantasy that's about something real, and that's what I love about. And, it, yeah. and particularly the turnaround mm. and we should have those turnarounds of change of mind and the fact that Scrooge can become something else other yeah. than just Scrooge is I always cry it's, <laughs> yeah, always, it's, beautiful. it's always beautiful yeah. uh, buy the biggest turkey in the shop you yeah. know, yeah. and my son looks at me and goes oh my god <laughs> <laughs> it's gone again um, <laughs> but when, and, and with Hillary uh, adapting to it's going to be absolutely terrific yeah, we're, we're really Fantastic. looking forward to it that's A Christmas Carol, 27th of November to the 9th of January, directed by John Bell, adapted by, by Hilary Bell and John as Ebenezer Scrooge. So just to go back and recap, that's Black Cockatoo, 4th of January to the 8th of February. Crunch Time, 14th of February to the 9th of April. A Broadcast Coup, 17th of April to the 23rd of May. Kenny, 29th of May to the 4th of July. Honour, 9th of June to the 4th of July. The Caretaker, 10th of July to the 8th of August. The Woman in Black, 14th of August to the 12th of September. Killing Katie, Confessions of the Book Club, 18th of September to the 24th of October. Unqualified 2, still unqualified, 29th of September to the 24th of October. Outdated, 30th of October, 21st of November. And A Christmas Carol, 27th of November to the 9th of January. And then we're in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> And we've got those for you here. <laughs> but thank what a you. Fabulous season. Thank what you very much. It's very exciting. It's very How exciting. How many Australian? Nine, nine Australian writers out of eleven plays. That is something to be commended. Thank and you very much. Absolutely. We're very yeah. congratulated. And uh, we commissioned uh, many of those as well. So that's very nice to do. Yes, thank you. Eight world premieres, seven new Australian works, five ensemble theatre commissions. One explosive season. I love that one. That's where you put the sound effect in. That's right. Boom, yes, from The Woman in Black. (laughs) Thank you, Jamie and Katie. Thank you so much for being part of this. It's lovely to talk to you. Very excited. Yes. We are all excited, yes. So come along to the Ensemble Theatre next year. See you there in the foyer. Bye. Bye. Cut there.